What we've been taught and told is not all there is. Life is all about energy, and the energy you feel is real. Welcome to The Energy Paradigm with me, Dr. Vic Porak-Devarna. Let's take a deep dive to the energetic core of life, work, business, politics, and education. This show questions everything we've been taught and told. It is eye-opening, mind-shifting, transformative, and earth-shattering. So get ready to ignite the spark, feel the energy, and work the magic. The Energy Paradigm with me, Dr. Vic, starts now. Hi, everyone. The energy you feel is real. That's absolutely right. And today, it's not only me, but it's Danielle and Dr. Vic with the Energy Paradigm for you, offering a different lens and a new perspective for the way forward for humanity, creating our future with a high vibrational energy of possibility to create good for all around the globe. And I think that's actually what we need right now. When you look at the state of the union, when you look at the state of humanity all around the globe with COVID, with the elections here in the United States, um, with the lockdowns, we need energy and we need good energy right now. Welcome to our show today, December 2nd, one month post-election here in the United States. And you can still cut the air with a knife, but we are not going into politics because the energy paradigm transcends party lines, nationality, language, and religion. We are going to talk about energy today, the universal language of humanity. Today, we have a very special show for you because we are talking about the energy to be. And you might have heard that, you know, just be yourself, be authentic, hey, just be. But what does that really mean? And how can we access this point where we can be? And that is what we are going to talk about today. How can you be and how can you be free? But before we start, Here's a short summary of what the energy paradigm actually is and what, who we are and what we are about. Um, we are the energy paradigm, Danielle and Dr. Vic, um, and we are all about the energy of people, teams, organizations, and nations. Because the energy that you bring to the table every, every day, that you bring, sorry, the energy that you bring to the table every day, the energy that you bring into your life, it makes a difference. It counts. It matters because it vibrates in your field and you resonate with other people who have the same energy. Have you ever been on the highway and, and, and being aggravated? You will attract people who will aggravate you, right? Who cut you off? That's what happens with energy. Have you ever been super happy? You attract people who are happy around you. And what we aim to do is to help you do this for yourself, with your family, with your significant other at work, but also to take it to a completely different level, to take it to humanity. Because I guarantee you, if we all can get to an energetically high vibrational place, and we, what, what are we, 7 billion, almost 8 billion people on planet Earth, if we can do this at the same time, a lot of the dysfunctionalities that we see today would just disappear because they cannot exist anymore. Why? Because there is no attraction point for it. That is what the energy paradigm is about. How did we get there? We have a long track record of interviewing, assessing, and profiling people for jobs in companies talent management, talent acquisition, talent optimization. And 
one day in that practice, we noticed we are missing something. And we have come to realize that we're actually missing the most important ingredient. And that is the energy that we all bring to the table every single day. You know what I'm talking about. If the energy is off, you feel friction. People rub you the wrong way. You feel not good in your skin. You feel it's not jiving. You're not in your groove. Things are like in molasses. You need to fight. You need to lean in. You need to push, right? But with the energy is on, things are flowing. Things fall into place right in front of your eyes. And sometimes it's like magic. That is the state that we are after. And we are calling this the glow state. We help individuals, teams, and organizations and nations find their glow state. So much for the paradigm. Back to our today's show. The energy to be. How can we be? How can you be? How can I be? How can we be since when, since early childhood, we've been told how to be? We've been told what we can do and what we cannot do. We've been told to fall in line, how to assimilate, how to conform, how to shut up and obey. I've tried so many times to fit in and it just doesn't work. I failed over and over again. I stuck out my head and there came, came the next hammer that pounded me back in because I did not fall in line, because I was not conformist, because I did not speak the right language, because I did not dress appropriately, because um, I questioned my supervisor's decision, because I did not want to do what my boss told me to do, because I thought it was stupid. So how can we be in this material world that is rewarding us to be conformist? How can we maintain our energetic integrity? And maybe not only energetic, but our integrity. How can we be? Because what happens is, if you feel that you cannot be, you're creating friction inside. Because inside is telling you, you should do this. And outside is telling you, you should do that. That's how we create friction. That's how we create this unease that we feel when we have to do stuff that we don't like to do. This is how we inject energies into our life that are not really working for us. I've tried over and over again, and I failed over and over again until I finally realized it is that friction that we create between how we are supposed to be and how we want to be. That's creating the dissonance. That's creating the friction. And we inject our field with that friction. And guess what? If we have it in our field, we are then resonating with other people who have exactly the same vibration in their field. And then we can all form a wonderfully dysfunctional team or dysfunctional family or dysfunctional classroom or dysfunctional uh, mass of people driving on the road. It takes one person 
with an energy that's off. And you can see that the person that walks into the room and suddenly in a meeting, the whole energy shifts to the negative or to the positive. It works both ways. Energy is highly contagious. So the question is, how can we be? And what does it mean to be? Hey, Danielle. Hello, everyone. Good morning, good evening, afternoon, wherever you are in the world. I think that's where we just need to move it back a little bit. What does it really mean to be? And I think really being is ultimate freedom, how you decide for yourself. That's only something you can do for yourself. You know, and throughout history, we've always had systems that have decided for us, whether it's been governments, schools, family, religion, a whole slew of different systems that tell us how we should be. And that's a directive that we, that we conform, like you said, we follow the rules, we belong, or else you're the black sheep, you're bad, you're doing it wrong. Ah, but then let's shame you because you are different. And then let's take all your, let's take all your ammunition away, all your power, all your gifts, all your talent. Let's shame you, put you in the corner so you never come out again, so that you never disobey us, that you never rear your head. It's about the freedom for you to decide what feels good for you. It's your experience. It's not a very easy road to take, but it's something that's most necessary. And we're finding that very prevalent right now during these pandemic times of people being stuck at home and realizing this is it, this is it. And you might be stuck at home with someone whom you can't stand or the whole home in which you're living, you can't stand anybody. No one's letting you be. That someone is always interfering or directing you how you should be. And when you're in that situation, you feel misunderstood and it, it's frustrating. And I think the most important aspect, the most beautiful thing out of all of this is if you can be seen, if you can be heard, just the way you are, according to your own grain, your own experience, your own talents, your own dreams and passions, for you to follow that truth. There is nothing like being in that state. It's the pursuit of freedom and, let that, and letting that be accepted. That allows you to be, truly be. And I think here comes a decision that you have to make for yourself because we are taught first by our parents then by society to seek for the validation of us being us from the outside and with approval yes other people approving us other people liking us especially social media the like button right other other people supporting our however we portray ourselves um we belong to a certain club we belong to a certain uh, cloud of people and that is how we are taught to validate our being so we can feel secure we are taught that when we buy certain things we validate ourselves the way we dress the way our hair looks, the glasses, all the, the watch, um, the cars we buy. 
And that is a very slippery road because it never stops, right? You need to go and go and go and buy more and, and acquire more. And still, if you ask people who are in that cycle, which in my view is a vicious cycle, you never get there because we are taught that every six months, every, every 12 months, things are out of fashion, which means you are out of fashion and you need to go out and validate again, right? To find, so what I mean with this is, if you try to play this game that we are being taught by society, by, by, by the market, you have to lose. There's no way you can win it. There's only one way how you can win this game. And that is, it cannot come from the outside. You need to find it on the inside. That is where you validate. That's where your confidence needs to come from. That's where your self-esteem needs to come from. Because if we delegate this to other people, we are at their mercy 24-7. And it will never work because you can look at people who are constantly bending backwards, um, bending over backwards for other people. They can never make it right. It never stops, right? Uh, so, so you give them one finger, they want the whole arm. So how can you become the person who are you supposed to be? Where do you find that person? And that is on the inside. It is how you relate to yourself. And this is how this show actually ties into our last show where we talked about relationships. This is where you start relating to yourself. This is where you look in the mirror. And you might not like everything that you see in that mirror, but you better accept it because otherwise you are opening the door for all type of friction to come into your life. The relationship to self is how do you feel in your own skin? And can you make it work for yourself? No matter what other people think or say. Have you ever seen the odd person? I call them the, 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 the colorful parrot or, or the bird of paradise within a mass of people there's this one person standing out and they're just not conforming they're doing their own thing they don't give a bleep and that is very interesting because first we say oh wow you know how dare this person and then after a while we start realizing oh they're doing their own thing that is pretty cool how can i do that that is where we are getting at that is where you find yourself to do your own thing what you think is right, what you feel is right, the energy you feel is real. Nobody can deny that. And even if on, on a, a logical level, your reasoning is not right, for you it's true in that very moment that you think it, until another person comes and, and, and corrects you, and, and then you have a choice. You can actually accept what's being told to you, or you can take it into consideration, or you reject it. It is your reality. We all create our reality. And I think that is where we can find ourselves. What is the reality that I'm creating? And it starts with the energy that I put into my field every day.
So don't delegate your self-worth to other people because it will never stop. You can never make it right. Don't look for a hero or a savior to come to the rescue. You are the only person who can rescue yourself. And it starts on the inside, how you look at yourself. Can you look in the mirror? Can you spend time alone with yourself and your thoughts? That's a pretty good gauge right there. Because if and you need very, to, yeah, go ahead. Well, what's very important with that, sorry for interrupting you, is that the decisions you make for yourself have to be made from your heart and not your head. So going back to what we just discussed a few minutes earlier with the systems, if someone is making a decision for you, you need to decide with your heart if that's for you. Because a lot of times these grandiose, uh, you know, uh, mandates are not meant for you. And only you can decide that, that we all have to take responsibility for how it feels within us, how the energy feels within us. Is it aligned to our true being? I mean, our, I believe that our spirit can never be bound. So it's almost that we released in order to be free, that we release fear from our, from our energetic field, that we don't belong that we're not approved of, that we're going to be mocked, we're going to be sneered, we're never going to be allowed to come back from thanks for Thanksgiving dinner ever again. Oh my gosh, my child, the, the idiot, um, hanging around with hanging around the wrong crowd. It's that freedom to be that only you can decide and that experience, that is that energy of that experience is what will lead you to where you're supposed to be. If you're feeling joy, if you feel uplifted, if you feel calm, those are great signs you're on the right track. You're doing something good for you. And when you're in that field, you can't allow anyone to make you feel small. There's no one above you. There's no one above you. We're actually all on the same field. So anyone or anything that claims dominion over you, that self-elevates or self-promotes, let that be like the red warning lights in your car. The writing is on the wall. That's probably not someone who you actually want to listen to. Something or someone that wants to interfere with you leading yourself on your own way. So blessed be the parent who, who allows the child to spread their wings. Mm -hmm. And spreading their wings doesn't mean you have to do this, you have to do that. No, you want to do this, I support you. I've got your back. Oh, you want to do something that nobody has ever done in our family? Go for it. That's what's needed. You want to be creative, be creative. You want to mess up the kitchen, mess up the kitchen, especially now, right? Kids need to be creative. Kids want to experience. Kids are very touchy-feely, hands-on, experiencing things. And yet, we tend to keep them bound. Don't mess this up. No, don't touch this. Don't do that, um, right? So... Do you see where, where this line is with the energy? Blessed be the partner who allows the significant other to experience whatever they want to experience. If you want to go to a, 
I have to make up a shamanic training and nobody in your family has done that for before, go for it. It's good. The idea came to you because it's aligned. Right? And you and you want to be with someone who encourages you to follow the spirit of yourself. Absolutely. You, it's all about freedom, because if you keep doing according to what the so society mandates, sooner down the road, you're going to realize something is missing. Something is off. And if you're always out striving and grasping more of this and more of this, you know what? It'll never be enough. And you will always go through your life. Something is off and something is missing. That's not why we came here. Yeah. That energy is off. That should, that's a signal for you to know, I need to adjust something in here. I need to take really charge of myself and my environment of what's going on here. Mm -hmm. I've seen that so often in the corporate context, you know, I mean, I've been conducting all these interviews and assessments and, and profiling people. And, you know, what I've seen so often is, is that you have a hiring manager, supervisor, boss, who um, looks at the resume of, of a candidate and says, you know what, um, this, this person cannot work here. And, and, and I ask why? And they say, well, because they don't have the right skills. And I say, well, skills can be developed. Don't you want to know what this person is about? What energy they bring to the table? This, this person could make the difference in your organization. Make it or break it, right? Um, it's so interesting that, that um, we are so conditioned to look at knowledge, skills, abilities, um, how brilliant uh, people can reason and we're not even interested in their energy what they bring to the table how they make other people feel around them huh? so in that context blessed be the boss who actually listens to their people who is open for suggestions who doesn't know everything better who is not telling people to shut up sit down and and perform and do as i say Right, and we are we are going in that direction in the workplace nowadays, but it's by far not where I would like to see it. We need to look into the energy that we are creating, and we need to look into the energy that we expose other people to. As I said before, it's highly contagious. If you get up in the morning and you are angry, you need to do something about it, because if you carry this into your day, you leave a wake like a boat, a wake of collateral damage behind you and other people who are then miffed and unhappy and, and, and they do the same then, right? And they leave a wake. That's how it works. And look at humanity right now. Look at, at society. Look at people online. Everybody is miffed. Everybody is upset. Everybody is, is uh, uh, I mean, they type, but yelling at each other to shut up. To, to obey, to fall in line. Um, no, I'm right, right? So I think we need to take a step back from that and, and realize that we do not possess all the information. And that if I want to be, <laughs> I need to allow other people to be. Because if you don't do that, if you say, 
I'm right. I'm Mr. Righteous. I'm super. I know everything. And I will tell you exactly how to do it. Guess what's happening? Other people will show up in your life who do exactly the same thing to you. And so you if you nothing but conflict, yeah. which is something we don't need right now. If anything, it needs to be unity. And that there's that old adage, do no harm. So do no harm to another. If you're going to sit there and criticize someone or shame them or blame them or slam them, just don't say anything because the energy that you give out to shame another individual, it'll, it'll come back your way. And that's not anything we need right now. So let's not do any harm in our thoughts, speech, and actions. It's like a boomerang, right? Yes, absolutely. If you throw it out there, that thing comes flying back at you when you least want it <laughs> and it will hit you hard in the head <laughs> yeah i've seen that happen before and, and people call it karma or you know there are many many different ways how to call this you know the deed that that then creates another deed um, we need to be very careful with how we energize what we vibrate in our field, what we resonate with, and what we radiate through our words, through our actions, through our motives, through our intents. That makes a big difference. And right now, you know, in, in some way, it is actually a big blessing, this time that we're living in right now. History is in the making. It was I, I, to me, it was never as tangible, graspable before in my life as right now. You have a breaking up of the old and a coming up of all the muck that we do not want to see. And we need to take a long, hard look at it because that is the compass that shows us the heading where we need to go from here. And the heading needs to go up in vibration because otherwise, if we do not do this, if we don't take the high road and if we don't lead with the right example, we are falling down. We are screwed literally and i think with that oh yeah go ahead there is hope just like the lotus flower grows out of the mud there is a new consciousness that's developing and that is the cure for a wonderful break thank you so much and see you after the break are you ready to put down that drink or drug for good are you struggling to maintain your recovery from addictive behaviors do you need help with a family member or loved one who's in early recovery or battling addiction? Get the help and guidance you need by arranging a recovery recharged phone session with me, Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, Certified Life and Recovery Coach. Call 1-800-889-1757. Make an appointment today or go to my website, pushybroadfromthebronx.com and click on the link that says Recovery Recharged. Don't wait, get the help you need today. This is Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx on transformationtalkradio.com.
Hey everyone, it's me, psychic medium, Jamie. And me, Spirit Walker Nicole from Shades of Spirit, bringing you another Shades of Spirit tip of the week. Jamie, have you ever wondered if you might be an empath? Yes, I have. And some signs that we may be an empath include an inexplicable desire to avoid crowds in places like movie theaters, shopping centers, and restaurants. You know, sometimes I'm able to walk into a room with other people and I know exactly how they're feeling, even if no one is saying a word. I can attend social gatherings or other events and find myself so emotionally exhausted and physically drained that I could probably sleep for a week. If any of these examples resonate with you, please come check out our new live podcast, Shades of Spirit. It's on every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on Transformation Talk Radio. You can also find us at shadesofspirit.com where you can book your appointment or call us at 858-684-7575. How many times do you find yourself saying, it was nothing, or just doing my job, when really you knocked it out of the park? How did you get like this? Next time someone tells you great job, you'll know how to accept it and not deflect it by listening to Courage to be Seen Radio with host Sherry Clark. Sherry Clark is an experienced global engineering leader, coach, and mentor. From her experiences one-on-one coaching to corporate consulting and executive coaching, Sherry has learned many women need at least three things to discover and face success. Learn about the ACES program, how to survive male-dominated fields with grace and authenticity, and reach the top without ever once giving up on who you are. Courage to be Seen host Sherry Clark explores the awesome power of your entire self and how far you can go by being more you. Check out her website, CourageToBeSeen.com. You have the courage to be seen. See you later. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack, and I'm excited to tell you about the latest technology. It is new to this country, and it's just amazing. It's out of Germany. The Healy is state-of-the-art technology for improving and changing the body vibration. I have more information about the Healy on my website, maryjanemack.com, or you can call the office at 888-777-4232. Hey, everyone. We are back, Danielle and Dr. Vic, with the Energy Paradigm and with a very, very crucial topic today, the energy to be how we can be, what does it feel like? How can we do this? How can we exist in our skin? And we've discussed so far who we are really and how we can be free. And I think right now it might be a good idea to just dive into different situations and look at you know, what does that mean in partnerships or in relationships? So for example, um, control. Control is something that we often see in relationships, be it intimate relationships or be it relationships at work um, or, or loosely defined relationships, acquaintances, people you know. We all have this tendency to control each other. I want you to do this. I talked about this earlier. When we speak, we convey a message on four levels, right? There is the actual thing that we are saying, but there's also something that I'm saying about myself. 
for example, a command, I want you to do something. There is a order, that's the command. There is something that I say about myself, which is I'm above you. So the, 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 the playing field is not level, but it is skewed. I know better. And, and then there is something that I think about you, you are inferior to me. So it's an very, very interesting practice to actually start listening with those four layers. What is this person telling me? Sir, can you please move your car from here? Says the police officer. I'm above you, says that person. Here's what I want you to do. You don't have a say in this situation. Huh? That is how you can start listening to people talking to each other. And you will soon realize that even if something is said in a very sweet tone, it can convey a very, very direct message that is actually not on a level playing field, but on a top-down playing field, talking down to somebody. I know better than you. I want you to do this. And that's why it's very important to feel into the energy of the words that, that are being expressed because the energy never lies. And you'll get a very clear indication of what the motivation is of the person speaking to you. I mean, have you ever gotten dressed and you ask someone how you look and they say, oh, you look marvelous. You know, you look like crap. You know, it looks horrible, it looks idiotic. But you know that you can feel there is there is some insincerity here or it feels devious. You know it, you feel it. That's something you can't hide. You can't fake to cover over. You can't mask it. It's right there in front of you. So how can you be in that situation? You have to, you have to march to your own drum you almost have to not let it affect you in the way that that's that person and this is me and it there's no um there's no attachment to the approval you're letting other people be you give them the freedom to be themselves as well as you give the freedom for you to be yourself it's not it doesn't evoke a reaction within you is what i want to say yeah you just you observe it isn't that interesting it is imagine often Oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. Just imagine them saying this to me. You're an observer. And as an observer, you can actually observe what are they about? What is this person saying about themselves right now? Remember, there's always several layers, four layers to every piece of communication. So it's interesting to listen to that one. What are they thinking about themselves? Maybe that person is actually highly insecure. And it's trying to, to um, cover it up. I've seen by, that very often. And, I've and by, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, go, go. Um, by observing, we're talking about the senses. That you feel into it, you listen, you listen with your body. You, you can feel the energy coming at you. So you use all the senses available to you. And for energy, we have said that before, it's Sense it, know it, feel it. That's the access point, three access points to energy, right? It's not something that you can touch. It's not something that you can see. Even if you look at somebody and you see the body language, but then you, you get a sense, you get a feeling, you, you have an inner knowing that comes with something that you observe. 
That's energy. That's how you access it. For example, I've seen it at work, right? I had a, I had a boss who knew everything better. The know-it-all boss. And to an extent that I would actually shut up. I would not say anything anymore because whatever it's, I said was wrong. That's very, very, very hard then to be, right? Because then you're creating inner friction. I got so angry with that person that one day I actually marched into the office of that person because what he did is he systematically started ignoring everything that I had to contribute. So I, I, I stopped contributing. I was just sitting around at the table in the meeting room and, and thought you were all full of bleep. No? So one day I, uh, I marched <laughs> into his office and, and I pounded on his desk with my fist and said, use me for bleep's sakes. I'm here. I'm not half dumb. I have a lot of experience. Use me. And it was the ego of that person that was not able. We call it actually the insecurity of the C-suite. Yes. Yeah, the insecurity of the leaders. If somebody is there with good ideas, somebody is there with, with a good head on their shoulders, instead of using that person and helping them get out more of, of, of the genius, what do they do? They put their thumb on top and they suppress and they start undermining their own people not realizing that is going to backfire because what happens that person is going to leave sooner or later or is going to sabotage your operations sooner or later or is just not going to collaborate anymore because of the competition we need the opposite of that we need to find a way how to build up people how to make them feel at ease how to give them how to give them the circumstances so they feel confidence, uh, so they feel good in their skin, so they can contribute. And, and that is, I think, where it needs to start in organizations. We need to see people. I think with that, too, is that you need to feel you need people in place who feel good in their skin to uplift themselves and uplift others. Because if you're in a very fragile state, if you're insecure or think, ooh, everyone's gonna take my position, I don't want anyone to be better than myself, you are not uplifted and neither will you go out of your way to uplift another. So the question oh. is, how can you do this right now? Where as soon as you look at your cell phone, it's all blah. And as soon as you look at the news, it's all and, and there's negativity everywhere. There's dissent everywhere. There's friction everywhere. And when, whenever you look at something, it pulls you down. How can you be and find that energy to be non-withstanding? You need to charge every single day. It starts in the early morning when you get up. What are you thinking? The first thought that comes to you, is it like, oh God, I have to get up again. And if that thought comes, can you change it? Thank you, I'm allowed to get up again. Thank you, I am allowed to live another day. Right? So shift the energy from something that is heavy 
and that pulls you down into something positive. And that is where a lot of the work, let's call it like that, the work comes in that you can do to energize who you are. And that comes with taking charge of your environment, that you're not a victim of happenstance. You, you are the master of your domain. So a lot of people who have been getting up in the morning to take charge of themselves and their environment often do a practice. Uh, some people go swimming, some people go running, some people sit in the silence, some people do yoga, meditation, prayer, chanting, something that makes you so calm that you can hear the voice within you that directs you. It's something that's generated from inside you, from self. It's not outward, it's not outwardly oriented. It's inward to outward. It's from the heart. It's from the spirit of you. That is your guiding force. And as you just said, there are many, many different avenues how to do that. Absolutely. Listen to uplifting music, hum along, sing a song, um, help somebody else. This is actually the best way to uplift yourself is uplift somebody else. Have you ever given a gift to somebody and seen the smile on their face and the energy? That energy just jumps right back onto you. It's a wonderful way. And it doesn't need to be something expensive. It doesn't even need to have to do anything with money. It can be the gift of a smile. The next person you meet on the street, just smile at them without any reason, without knowing them. I do that sometimes and then people wave. It's like almost like, um, I should know this person. Maybe I should wave, right? But that's fun because that person then feels uplifted. They smile back. It's very easy. Let the person who, who tries to, to, when you drive and somebody tries to change lanes, let them in, it's okay. And don't even expect a thank you for it. And if they thank, even better. But, but you know, you have done something nice. Help somebody you need. Call the person that you have not spoken to in a long time. There are many, many ways how to, how to shift the energy. And that is much better than imposing your worldview on somebody else because you don't impose anything. You're offering something and they can take it or they cannot take it. And both ways are fine. Where it gets very, very dangerous is when you start imposing your worldview on other people, especially children. When you are claiming dominion over somebody when you judge, point fingers, berate, ostracize, you need to know that you're pointing at yourself because that other person is not so much different from you. And as I said before, it comes back. If you deny somebody else to be themselves, they will deny the same thing to you. And you deny it within yourself. So I think the key point here is to realize that your reality is just one reality out of seven plus billion. And 
taking that into account, I like to say your reality just isn't because everybody has their own version of it. That's why it's so difficult to, to speak, to find out what is the truth. Because the truth looks very, very much different when you look at the same situation from different angles. And that's something everyone has to ask themselves. What do you know to be true? Did someone tell you? Are you obeying? Are you conforming? What do you know to be true? And another question, what can you not criticize? What rules your world? What bounds you? What keeps you in shackles? These are questions you really need to ask yourself in order for you to truly be, that you eliminate the fear of whatever it is that keeps you bound up. And that just takes some, some searching. It starts with awareness. It starts with acknowledging others. To, and by acknowledging, I mean, oh, you have your position and I have mine. And there's no right or wrong about that. It's just, it just is, and it's okay. And we can have a very civil conversation even if our positions are very, very different. Because I don't need to defend mine, even if you tell me it's wrong, it's still my position. And I think that's where so much of our dissent comes from and our friction comes from is because one person tells the other, oh, you're wrong. And please know, when you say that to somebody, you are taking the value away from that person. You're devaluating them. And if somebody says that to you, you need to be very careful. Do you, are you taking, are you letting this in? Will you react to that? Because that's where the vicious circle starts, right? Then it, it's like a spiral that goes down and down and down and down and down. That's when the accusations start and then the, the frustration starts and then the, the anger comes in and then the rage. And right now with people stuck at home, it's not very far-fetched that this happens. And this is what I was saying earlier, do no harm. So if you're one of those people up, oh, you're doing it wrong. Oop, you shouldn't be doing it like that. Can I give you a suggestion, please? If you make any of those comments, you're doing harm to another. Is it necessary for you to say anything? Is it necessary for you to shame, ostracize, or, or crudely and rudely criticize another individual? Do no harm. Right now, you it's good to uplift yourself and uplift others. No more of this, this uh, you're doing it all wrong. What works for someone might work differently for somebody else. That old adage, different strokes for different folks. Just leave people alone. People just want to be. You don't need to interfere in their space. I'm sure your space is full of enough energy and things to contend with. If it's not uplifting to another, we do no harm. And it doesn't mean that you cannot collaborate with somebody, right? I mean, even if you have opposing views, you can still work with somebody. You can support this person. There's no harm in doing that. You can believe one thing 
and and um, still find consensus. I mean, that is something that is not out of the question as long as it sits right with you. And I think that is the barrier where, that we are talking about. So how can you be in a situation and how can you allow other people to be in the very same situation without pointing fingers, without criticism, without negative discussions, but with a positive exchange of energy. And that's that that is leads to what I said before, we need to find a way how to uplift each other right now. We are exposed to so much negativity, we are exposed to criticism, we are exposed to falsehoods, we are exposed to um, media and social media suppressing information or, or misinformation misinformation i mean this is the information warfare is going on right now and if you validate who you are through that information warfare you you the only thing you can do is lose you need to find your own center what is the ground that you can stand on and, you know, when we look to, to go back to the very beginning of our show today, how we have been so, um, socialized, how we have been raised, um, the belief systems, what we have been taught and told um, by our parents, by our teachers, by society. There is a moment in life, usually in the 40s, when you start to question these things in the 30s and in the 40s. And if you're not prepared to, and to actually look at the questions that are coming up, you are running 100 mile an hour into a concrete wall and we call that the midlife crisis. Because that's when you reevaluate what is the rock that I'm standing on and you will find out it's quicksand. And that's when you start asking yourself what is actually true that I'm believing? Who am I? What is meaningful? Have I done anything meaningful? Do I experience joy? Is this it? And in that situation, you again have two avenues, right? There's the material avenue. Let's go party, let's buy a sports car, let's do get wasted and <laughs> do whatever. Or there's the other path, how to energize. And we invite you to walk the second path. And how to find your way back home to you, to the spirit of you that might have gotten lost along the way. It starts with a relationship to yourself. And during that time, it can be very, very daunting. It can be very frightening because once you start asking those questions, you will see the foundation that you used to stand up, stand on, crumble away. And suddenly there's maybe nothing left. So what can you stand on? And I think right now, that is the most crucial question that we all have to ask ourselves. What can I stand on? 
what is the energy that I bring into my life? What is the energy that I vibrate at? What am I letting in and what am I not letting in? And this is about setting boundaries as well. Boundaries are energetic in nature. It everything that we experience on the physical, whether it is a touch, whether it is a word, whether it is something that is happening, it starts all in energy. And the boundary needs to be set in the energy, otherwise it's not working. You can yell as much as you like at somebody if, if, if you don't have the same energy in your field, that person is not going to change or not going to stop, including you. So look at the energy. What does it feel like? What am I sensing right now? What do I know right now? This is much more valuable than anything that any person tells you. Energy before action. Energy before words. That is what makes all the difference. Try it out for yourself. Sense it. You have a hunch. Know it. I know for certain something. Feel it in your body. Does it feel right? And in your heart. That's where our life, as we know it, as I know it, needs to start. And when you come from an energetic standpoint, you are the undisputed leader of your life, nobody else. No matter what's happening in your life, inside you lead yourself. No matter your circumstances, you lead yourself. You are in charge. Claim dominion over your own life. Thank you for listening to the Energy Paradigm Show, where we unlock the magic of life on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Visit TheEnergyParadigm.com and schedule time with Dr. Vic to learn how to run your life with energy and not let energy run your life. See you next time on the Energy Paradigm Show.